Welcome, folks. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> that was oh, bad. Come on over to yeah. the pot. Yeah. Okay, let me give it a beat. <laughs> give, me, get a, give me a minute to stop laughing. Okay. You too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. If you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Living in God's Rhyme, the podcast where we talk about faith, Christianity, family, fun, and <laughs> the goofy things that happen once the numbers get down to zero on the recording. <laughs> My name is Dave. Good. good uh, hello, everyone. My name is Tim. Uh, and welcome to the podcast today. We hope that uh, you uh, find it uh, pleasant to listen to and that uh, somehow God touches you as he has touched us. Yes. Uh, today, Tim, if I'm not mistaken, we get to talk about your favorite poem eventually, right? Uh, yeah. One is of my very you? favorite poems. Is that in the show notes? I forgot to look. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It, it's the last one we're going to read. Good. And it is one of my very favorites. Yeah. So uh, if that doesn't keep you interested in listening to the end, I don't know what will. Other than the fact that maybe you'll enjoy everything else we do. Well, I'm thinking that the, the, the little brief little uh, perusing of the show notes before we started, you're going to enjoy yourselves, folks. Trust yeah. me. So yep. what are we talking about today besides we're, we're your going to talk about, uh, we're going to read and discuss poems that were influenced by a picture or an object that inspired me. There's a few pictures that inspired me to uh, write a poem. And mm -hmm. that object that we're talking about will be a later podcast because I don't want to get into overtime with uh, this podcast. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. And I, I and I will tell you one thing, I have read through the poems just before we started talking and and uh, we're getting ready to record, <clears throat> and I have prayed that I read it for the words and not what years later I think it was going to say. Because I find occasionally as I'm reading along, you know, okay, I wrote this, I know what it's going to say, or, or I'll, my I think my mind says this is the word you should you that should go with this. And I look and it's got nothing, you know, so I will, uh, I will do my best today in the days after to, uh, read word for word. But you still, you just remember, you still got that one line poetic license to change things. Well, if you that's decide true. To, right? That's true. Poetic license to change. Yeah. But, but too often I lose the rhyme. Oh, well, that makes sense, too. Yeah, but poetic change, you know, that's like a dollar, dollar fifty in your quarters in your pocket. I don't know. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. I'd rather have, I need a few pennies with that. So maybe we should move on. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this first poem is from God Still Rhymes. It's found on page seven. And yes, we have read it before. But it was... This poem and a number of other ones were influenced by a clock. Time, is it ours or is it ours? The hands that do not move, 
Is it ours or ours? As we move through time, do we make life rhymes? Whose face is on the clock? Does it reflect the number of years, the number of fears, the number of tears, the rhymes that ages as we look in the mirror? <clears throat> is it ours or the face of time? Will the hands on the clock give us time to unlock the secrets we keep, our sins so deep? Do we have the hours, so at least, at least to start, to open our heart and release what was ours? Time will wait for no one. Will we be standing still at the end of time? Time will not go on into infinity as we wait for eternity. We are free, whatever we want to be, for all to see, especially he that is in heaven above. We will choose his, will we choose his love before the end? Will we accept his the grace he did send? In the shining sun, do we have time to accept his son, his sacrifice, to make us right? The hands and the clock sometimes move so odd. At times they do mock each and every minute of the day. But if we make time to pray, we will see the hand of God, feel his infinite love, his saving grace, his sacrifice for our righteousness, that we will be for eternity. Hmm. And uh, I mentioned this just as a... Uh, get to a little more detail in the book, but uh, inspired by a clock in a school gymnasium that uh, my kids played basketball in, in junior high school, middle school, and that my wife and I attended some, uh, uh, a Christ life session uh, years later. Um, and the clock, was stuck on 9.30. And I'm looking back thinking, I don't remember it like that when the kids were younger playing basketball, but maybe it was. But the Could clock be. was stuck. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, that. I remember uh, that discussion we had about mm -hmm. that clock on the podcast. So yeah. It was, it was fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just, I would go in there and, uh, you know, we meet in a group and a larger group and uh, I'd look at the clock when I came in, especially after I found out that it was stuck, it didn't work. <laughs> and then uh, we break up in a small group and I look at the time and we came back in to end the session and I would look at the time again. <laughs> I thought, boy, this was a quick meeting. <laughs> Oh, but I, but it was worthwhile. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God works in mysterious ways. Oh, doesn't he? And I, you know, I, I, a thought just entered my mind. That clock not moving, I think tells me that Tim, when you're, when you're with people and other Christians that are, are to learn more about the Bible, to learn more about God and Jesus and, and our life with him. Time is no time is meaningless. Whatever take whatever time it takes, it's good time. Don't measure it in man hour the hours of man, the hours of the world. Measure it by the benefit you receive. Yeah. Just just came to my mind. No, but that's a very good um that's a very good thought. Because real realistically it's true. I mean Yeah. 
man has time, but God is has infinite time, and it's yeah. I mean, it's, take whatever time you need to, to help that person or, or yeah. Worship with I mean, that there. Are, it's not that we should delay delay doing something, mm-hmm. but it's why we're uh, in uh, communion with God, with Jesus. That time, time, it, time stands still. It's the world around us. We don't bother with it. And it's just, it's God's time. Yes. And then this other thought just comes to mind in God's time, as you know, he said, uh, it's been said as with God, a day is as a thousand years and a thousand years as a day. So how much is an hour in God's time? I was never good at math. You can't solve it by math. It's God's time. It's God's time. Yes, this is true. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. You ready to go on? I think we probably should. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is also from God Still Rhymes, found on page 65. It is titled Windows to God. An ancient cathedral in an old country church filled with worshipers, praying, singing, hearing as his word is heard, as the sun shining through windows of stained glass. The history of our faith, of a journey through the ages, reflecting sorrows and joys ever present for us to see. As it may seem, the lighted beams seen through the glass, as time does pass, the hands of man reflects his plan. Then at church today, walking through the door, no windows reflecting the journey that has passed, now in muted hues. Now in muted hues, photographs, black and white, joy without sorrow, husband, wife, and child giving hope for tomorrow. The journey unfinished, they are looking forward. We see the sun shine through many smiles. Yes, we see the sun shine through many smiles. Now we can see what we can be, the simplicity for you and me, life he did save, the gift he gave. Whether by the sun shining through multicolored stained glass or the sun shining through a photograph of black and white, both are windows through which we can see the work of his hand. And uh, I wrote that one uh, for a church I go to, Cornerstone Church. And uh, they were celebrating their 18th anniversary. Right. And uh, the sanctuary doesn't have windows. <clears throat> it's a large auditorium. And uh, one day I walked into church and there was this huge uh, life-size almost in, in large photographs of members, of church members, uh, some just with a husband and wife or some with the families or other activities. But they were on the walls around the church. And I, I I looked at that, and to me, that was our stained glass. That was our view into God and what he's, what he's done. Uh, so, and, you know, we, taught, we grew up in a church with stained glass windows. I'd gone to other churches uh, that have stained glass windows, some of them yeah. showing the, the life of Jesus in them and, they're beautiful, but I found these black and white pictures to be just as beautiful, perhaps more so because it actually 
was a reflection of the people that were in the photographs. Right. Yeah. That's too cool. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you're right. I remember the stained glass and, and, and a couple of the churches we, we used to go yeah. to. Yeah. And now they were, they were great, but yeah, I could see your point about the faces of the people. Yeah. From the church making a difference. Like stained glass. It was, it was, it was just, uh, well, it was cool, but it was, it was uplifting and, uh, it was God's handiwork and you could see it in the faces. Oh yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This next one is called whichever way the wind will blow. And it is in living in God's rhyme found on page 207. A storm, a boat, disciples with Jesus. He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. And that's from Mark chapter 4, verse 39. And I wonder, as I, I, as I read that, and I have a, because there's an explanation point uh, behind quiet and be still, but I wonder if he just said, quiet, be still not have to raise his voice and said quiet it just again a thought that crossed my mind as i was reading that quiet be still i have a feeling that jesus never really had to raise his voice i think a few i know a few times he did but um and it was only and it was deserved but uh right right <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay here's the poem when there is a gentle breeze, then we find a life of ease. But when the but when the wind will blow, does our spirit sink low? It is at those times when facing life's storms, with the end of our face, with the wind at our face. It is at those times when facing life's storms, with the wind at our face, as we run our life's race, we feel tattered and torn. We lose track of his rhyme. It is in these times of trial we must remember our faith. When the acrid taste of bile rises, we must remember our place. God is on our side, so we never need to hide. We have his gentle breath on which to rest. The Holy Spirit moves as a gentle breeze, calming the winds, restoring our faith. It is the breath of God. It is his word at creation that calms the storm. It is the breath of God. It is his word at creation that calms the storms yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We just have to believe, ask, pray, and we shall receive. With God, we can weather the storm. With God, we can weather any storm, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, we can, yeah, well, yes, we can weather any storm. He'll get us through it. Yeah, and I like the fact that he will calm the seas for us. <laughs> but, well, I mean, there are times he's not going to because he can't, or he, yeah. he doesn't. I mean, you look at some of the things that have happened over history uh, with ships, and, and, and I'm sorry, it's not all about boats. I know that, but it's right. the storms that we go through as more, mere Mere mortals. mortals. That's the word I said. <laughs> Mere was a hard one coming out, not mortals. Um, yeah. That, yeah, he, he helps. I've noticed that 
when I have conflicts or I have something going on, it's a whole lot better now that I'm, I am having him holding on to my hand. Than exactly. Yep. Doing it by myself, which is never, ever a great idea. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, for most people, you know, they think they can do it themselves, but it's just so much better. And the results are so much more realistic and, and better for them when they're, yes. they're doing it with God. Yeah. Um, this poem was, in, um, you'll see in the Living in God's Rhyme that uh, the last chapter has a, a number of uh, poems that are written about pictures that were drawn by Glenn Allen. Right. We we interviewed Gwen uh, oh, a number of seasons ago, and uh, but she had uh, I was at a, a church dinner with uh, with uh, Mary Lou and um, her. We met her mother there, and we got talking about what, what these drawings that Gwen had had drawn at uh, a women's seminar, mm -hmm. and. Um, I asked if I could look at them and uh, perhaps write something about them. And as I had mentioned when I we talked with Gwen, um, that Christmas before that, uh, I Eli, my grandson, uh, who was nine or eight or nine at the time, maybe ten, ten yeah, eight or nine, uh, we got together and we we made a little booklet for him for Christmas gifts. Where he would drew a, drew a winter picture and I wrote a poem <clears throat> picture, and we had fun doing that. And I just thought I, I looked at the picture, the drawings, and they were just inspiration in every one of them. And uh, we were able to connect and put the two together in the book. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, do you have that book? Do I have that book? It doesn't necessarily have to be. Oh, for Eli. Oh, I mean, for Eli. For Eli, yeah. I I can't find my copy. I, my, I think I gave him everything. I don't know. Oh, wow. I will. I'll look for that. <clears throat> That'd be interesting. I mean, we could maybe talk about that one day, too. Yeah, because I, I tried to keep the poetry lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially the one about the blizzard. Oh, well, now, see, now you've got my interest up. So I know you've got, <laughs> I know you've got our listeners' interests up. Okay, well, then I will have to find a copy of it. <clears throat> there or you maybe go. It's, it might be on my computer someplace. Okay. So, okay, this next one is called Church in the Desert. And it is, uh, we're going to go back to God Still Rhymes on page 117. Church in the Desert. Abandoned so many years ago, those who live there are those who live there are no more whatever children they did bore left that place what did they know the walls of earth and mud built with toil and blood supported the tiles of clay protecting what it may and upon those walls reaching above was placed a cross a symbol of god's love on sunday and every other day there was worship and friendship as god was praised and voices raised in song and prayer for as long as there was someone, anyone, to say amen at day's end. A fountain in the desert of spring of living water, in the midst of heat and sand, quenched the thirst of those saved. Then the walls collapsed, the tiles lost, abandoned, except the cross. People removed, what, but at what cost? I am going to start that one again. 
Then the walls collapsed, tiles lost, abandoned except for the cross. A people removed, but at what cost? The church abandoned, what is the loss? As earthen vessels made of clay, our souls saved, our ransom paid. We are the church, so we do pray. Our lives built on Jesus, the cornerstone, that we might weather the storms, survive the droughts and pains that groan, to live the life for which we were born. By his living water, our lives are restored, so that as we live, the church stands tall. It is the, in the church that he is adored, prayers answered, that we not fall. We pray that we not fall so others will hear the call, that through his grace they will continue the race. It is through the race, for it is through the race that the church will stand. It is Jesus we embrace, so that we are not built on sand. As one generation moves on into eternity, another will be left behind, so that another generation will have certainty that salvation they will find. The walls will not fall. Hearing his call, we must wipe off the dust, spread the good news to more than a few. The church abandoned except the cross, a sign that God is everywhere, even if we have abandoned him. Uh, here's uh, my reflection that's in the book. One of my wife's friends, uh, uh, on, her, on a trip to New Mexico, uh, to help care for her mother, she came back with a drawing by a local artist and friend, uh, Cynthia Gonzalez. It was an abandoned church in an abandoned coal mining town in the mountains of New Mexico. The front wall, doors, and steeple of the cross were intact. The other walls were only partially there. There were tree branches and tree branches bare at the tops growing. My first thought was abandonment, then abandonment in the desert because of the vast open sky in the background. And it made me think about what could happen to the Christian faith if the last believers went to heaven without leaving any leavers, any believers behind to keep the church alive. And um, it really, it really struck me. It was a very powerful uh, painting. And it was strange because a few years later, we were, Cynthia sent us a picture of the church with all the green trees around it in the mountains. It was not in the desert. It was an old church in the mountains in Colorado. <laughs> and I would not have gotten this poem out of that picture because though it was abandoned and there was, there is some poetry in it, but because it was abandoned and there's you know life all around it as far as nature it didn't affect me the same way the drawing did and how that looked and the drawing was uh didn't have green leaves and green grass and that so uh that's how it uh came to be okay i uh i folks just so you know, uh, and, and I'm going to interject this here, photos or copies of <clears throat> what Tim was just talking about will be on the website uh, under the photo page, and I will also be inserting them in the video. Hopefully, I can maneuver this right. It's going to be showing while Tim's reading the poem or talking about this, but... Mm -hmm. 
anyway, folks, it, if you want to see these, I did, I almost said enormous, but it's there. She is an enormous talent, but they are fantastic. Just fantastic renderings. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and we want you to go, they'll be on the photo page. We'll put them on the top for a while and then we'll move them down a bit. But, um, you have to see these. These are just phenomenal. I was impressed. Yes. And when it comes to art, I don't know nothing about art, folks. <laughs> but I tell you what, I know what I like, and I like these. I'm I think that's all we need to know. I think you're what right. What do I like? Yeah. I will tell you one of the <laughs> get a, get off track with paintings a little bit, but there's a Van Gogh, uh, and I had the name of the painting. Uh, right on my tip of my tongue until I said his name. Uh, a famous painting of his, mm-hmm. and it's uh, got the moon in the back and the buildings in the town in front, and the life of me, I cannot remember it. But it's one of his famous paintings. And there was a time in my life when I was seeing a, a psychologist uh, going through some emotional issues and stupidity issues. And um, I walked into the office one day, and that painting was uh, sitting on the floor, waiting to be hung up. And I, I said, yeah, I looked at the painting, I looked at the, the doctor, and I said, I find that painting evil. Really? It stayed on the floor for a couple more visits, and after that, it was gone. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure somebody out there knows exactly which painting I'm talking about. And uh, if I think of it, we can put it in the show notes. Um, so you're I'm, searching. You're searching. I am. You said there was moonlight and there was. There's a moon in the background. Yeah. And uh, you said something about buildings. Yeah. It's a night, and it's at night. It's at night. I can't. All right. No, That's I understand the, what you're saying. <laughs> okay. The one that it really freaks me out is the one called uh the immersive experience it's no that's not it no i'm sure that wasn't but no, um, i don't even i don't even want to go any further with that you you do what you need to do that, Dave. that's not let's let's move back towards okay. where we were all right uh we're gonna follow up here with um what dave led you to believe was my favorite poem <laughs> uh, Cynthia has uh, over the time over time has uh, put uh, shown copies of her paintings on Facebook on her Facebook page and uh, they're all really excellent uh, a couple weeks ago she had posted one that just blew me away and the comments were everyone who, who saw it and commented really liked it uh, Mary Lou really liked it, but uh, she got a little different for different reasons than I did. And as I looked at it, I just felt drawn to uh, to write this poem. And uh, the name of the picture is titled Wind River, and that is the name of the poem, Wind River. The wind blows water into the waves that now reflect the colors of the sky. A once raging storm, now tattered and torn, has created a picture of the river reborn. Calm residing in the heavens above, showing chaos can lead to God's love. 
Need we ask why, the way he saves, the storm revives our shattered lives. And it's the life that he brings us through that makes our lives better, improves our lives. And there's no point in me asking why he works the way he does. Because the way he works is perfect. Right. Every storm brings us closer to him. And if we have faith and trust in him. Right. Yeah, I'm, folks, I'm sorry. And I'm looking at it now. And I really want you to, to look at it too. It's, you look at that picture and then you, as you're, as Tim reads this, and it means a whole lot more. So it will be, I will find a way to get it in the video when he's, It'll take my place. How about that? <laughs> okay. I'll replace me with that picture then, hopefully. But, man, I tell you what, that's pretty – I like that poem, Tim. That's really yeah. great. Yeah. I'm finding lately short ones. I like the short ones now. I don't blame you. Yeah. I don't. I really don't. I mean, it's I, – they're, they're amazing. Yeah. Thank you. But you and and you you say so much in such a little amount of space. I, I guess that is a yeah. I mean, you say so much with fewer words. You're saying more with less. You actually read the introduction to one of my books. I've read everything you've written. Where <laughs> that's published? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Where I say that the poetry, you can tell a story in fewer words. Then you can by writing it in prose. Yeah. <laughs> you thought I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I'm constantly amazed at how much you pay attention, Dave. Well. <clears throat> and I'm finding that if uh, if you pay attention, I was receiving the money, I would be a rich man by now. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am a rich man. I am a rich man. I got you. Well. Yes, uh, and because of God in our lives, we are rich men. The riches he's, he's promised are the riches of, of eternal life. Yes. They're the riches we have with him. Yeah. And I've, I've had a couple experiences uh, recently where, well, this whole past week has just been full of God's blessings. From, That's good. Yeah, things that have happened to, uh, as I'm reading the Bible and the, Suddenly, uh, what I've read a dozen, you know, two, three, ten times before, suddenly I, it hits me that that is what I was supposed to have read before. Although there's more before or after, but there'll be certain things that, yeah, I knew, but they've just stopped me in my tracks and I've had to read it and, and uh, meditate on it. Meditate's not a word I want to use. Sounds like Eastern religions, but I've had to sit <laughs> in, in prayer and, uh, yeah, meditate on it. Oh, it makes you think, but, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there was somebody putting my, uh, put before me today at church. So that was good. Yeah. And, uh, made me glad I went to church. Well, that's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
other than the other than the fact that I, yeah, other than the fact that I was with friends and I was, I I, I did really enjoy the sermon. Oh, that, that's always song, nice. So, yeah. Good. I was going to go to the same church, folks, that Tim went to today via the internet, via through the internet. Anyways, online. And uh, I got to doing something. I looked up and I go, oh, that's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, you can look at the video. You can watch the video. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll do after this afternoon. You can watch between... the video later. and uh, Yeah, I'll watch it between you... football games, folks. <laughs> okay, football. I'm sorry. It's preseason, I know, but there's two football games on today. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I like football. <laughs> I like, you, I, you know, I don't watch it like I used to. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just a game. It it is, but it's it's uh, it's something I enjoy watching. Uh, I, I I look at it as a giant game of chess. Mm. Um, and because you know you've got two coaches trying different strategies to see what works, and and then. What's what's cool is every time you ever know, I don't know if you ever know, every time somebody scores, they usually bend down, (laughs) take a knee and and praise the Lord for letting them do that. But, and that's not what I was going with this, but it's, uh, I I do, I find it like a big, huge, giant chess game. Mm. Um, And I enjoy watching strategy like that. It, it, uh, it doesn't calm me, but it gets me involved. Uh, So you enjoy when the, King, the quarterback, is put in checkmate. Yes. As long as it's the opposing quarterback. Right. As long as it's the correct quarterback. <laughs> yeah. But if you think about it, years ago, in the very beginning, when they first started the game of chess, they did it with humans on a field. The chess no, I did not know were, that. The chess pieces were, were human beings on a field, and it was opposing kings or queen, kings and and all those kinds of you know fancy pants people that the kings move. and knights in the pawns, huh? Yeah, so they would move them people around, and I I just always found that very very interesting. Hmm, interesting. I never was great at chess, but I enjoy the process. And there's a movie I watch every time it comes out, and I probably should stop one day, but it's called Draft Day. Oh, and it's it's got Kevin Costner in it and a bunch of other people, but it's. It's all about the NFL draft and how on draft day, how all it all works, the, the trading, the, the strategy into who we're taking here. And I I look at that also. And I think God has a strategy for us and it's not a chess game for him. It's real life. No, it's real life. And he doesn't have to trade players. Nope. He's just the strategy has been planned since before time. Well, and that's the cool thing. But as I learn more, I'm seeing more of the strategy. Yeah. I'm a little analytical, I think. <laughs> There's other words. But I think you are. That's why you're technical. with analytical. <laughs> that's why you have that technical ability. Well, it could very well be. But I tell you what, it is fun to watch and I, I enjoy it. It's, it's just as much fun as reading the Bible and, mm-hmm. and seeing patterns emerge mm-hmm. at times, you know. Well, they're there. Um, yeah, uh, it is, and and that same thing with me and music. I see, I hear, I hear patterns, and that I enjoy. Okay. 
And that's enough about Dave, folks. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Last week we found about out about life before Dave. Yes. Now we are finding out about life with Dave. Yes. <laughs> okay. It involves football. <laughs> and chess. <laughs> <clears throat> I think one of you guys tried to teach me chess once. You or Paul. I don't remember. Um, it had to be Paul. Because I, and, and I did, <laughs> honestly, I was not very good at it. Yeah, I only remember, the, the one thing I remember and the most about playing games was the time I beat Mom, Dad, and Paul at Monopoly and just beat the pants off them. Oh, really? They were not happy, but <laughs> I was ecstatic. I bet you were, yeah. yeah. You, you wouldn't rub it in or anything. I didn't have to. I think my smile did it. <laughs> <laughs> and approximately how old were you when this happened? Uh, I might have been 10. So Dave was just no, wait, no, 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 no. I no, wasn't around then. Uh, no, yeah, you would have been because I was seven when you were born. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I probably was sleeping. Was 10, <laughs> yeah, it could have been nine or 10. It was nine or 10. It was in Croswell. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, it was fun. That's back in the day, folks, when people used to sit around families and play board games and yeah. enjoy being with each other. Yes. Uh-huh. Way before screen time. Yep. Way before screen time. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. I remember the phone would ring every once in a while when we were be eating dinner. Yeah, and mom didn't like anybody. Didn't I remember what I remember? Mom didn't like anybody answering the phone during dinner. It was rare because the phone didn't ring like they ring now. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, no, that was that was family time dinner. It was, yeah, family time. And I think that that's that's missing in a lot of families, but in a lot of. Uh, God-fearing and God-loving families, I think it's still there. Yeah. And look I at your family. You, you talked about it before. Every night, you all got together for dinner, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was very rare that you all didn't sit together to have dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. I mean, and that's, that's needed in the world today. Yeah, it is. It is. Anyway, the world's changing, and uh, uh, we're not going to change with it. <laughs> I think you're right. No, I'm not going to change with the world. I'm, I got God. I don't need to change. I got everything I need. Well, the only thing I want to change is what he thinks needs to be changed on me or with me. Well, we'll pray for you. Well, I appreciate that. We'll continue to pray for you. And we'll continue to pray for our listeners, too. Yes. Okay. I know it's a little short, but maybe it's time to wrap this one up. Before we do, before we do, one yeah. more thing. Don't forget, folks. Scroll down, gets you all the links to where we are. Tell your friends about us, please. Tell your friends. If you enjoy this, let them know. Subscribe, follow, whatever you want to say. That's my soapbox for today. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, So let's close in a prayer, Dave. That sounds great. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer as we end today's podcast. Dave and I thank you for your leading us through the day and into tomorrow. And we pray that today has been pleasing to you and honors your glory. We pray for our listeners and viewers for their needs, healing, and the salvation of those who have not yet accepted the gift of your grace by faith. We pray, Lord, for this world in which we live. Oh, Lord. This world in which we live, has, which has forsaken you, Lord, we pray for... We pray, Lord, that there is a healing 
among many people that will bring them to you. And Father, as Christians, lead us to proclaiming the gospel wherever we are. May we do so in a loving way. Lead us to the truth of the days we are living in. We pray for the nation of Ukraine and its people, its leaders, those who have fled the country to find safety, those who are still trying to leave the country, and those who are staying to fight the invading army of their enemy. May their faith and determination be an example to the entire world. Dear Lord, prepare us and our listeners and viewers for the coming week. We pray that it is you we live for and you who leads us. As we walk with you this week, may it be with your hand clasped around our hand so we may feel the grasp of your love. We pray this, Father, in the name of Jesus, our Savior and Redeemer. Amen. Folks, if you give him the times as you live, his word rhymes. Don't forget, Dave, listeners, we are the king's kids, and you will never get rid of us because we are his with Jesus. God bless you all, and have a great week. Bye-bye, folks. Have a great one. Bye.